Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, today marks the beginning of our Holy Week. We've arrived at the triumphal entry of our Lord Jesus Christ, riding into Jerusalem to bring us salvation, our Palm Sunday. You know, early in the church, one of the first and foremost uses of all the iconography that was in the church was for instruction. Because if you remember, during that time, hardly anyone was literate. And if you ever heard that, that expression, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, the church used that, and through their iconography, they taught the great revealed truths of our faith. And today is no different for us. The word of the Lord comes to us today through the iconography of Palm Sunday. So I want you to look at the front of your bulletin as we go through a few things that our Lord would remind us of this morning. The first thing that you will obviously notice in the iconography of Palm Sunday is our Lord Jesus Christ riding on the foal of a donkey, his front and center, riding into Jerusalem, showing that he is fulfilling. And the people would know this. They knew the prophecies of old. He was fulfilling the prophecy of the prophet Zechariah, who proclaimed in the voice of God, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Now keep looking at Christ. What is his right hand doing? Huh? You can say it. Blessing. He is blessing as he rides into the great city of Jerusalem. What is he blessing? He is blessing the inauguration of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Our Lord Jesus Christ proclaimed, as did the forerunner, that the kingdom of God has come near to you. And our Lord rides into Jerusalem on the foal of a donkey, blessing that time. Blessing that season, that age in which he would go to and through his passion, all of his suffering to pour out the great blessings of the kingdom of God. This is why he came. And so he inaugurates the time of his kingdom poured out among men as he rides into Jerusalem that day and all the benefits that he would pour out to all who would become his sons and daughters. He comes to offer on this day. And this is why in the Eastern Rite Church, in the liturgies of St. John Chrysostom and St. Basil, the divine liturgy actually begins with these words being chanted. Blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Why right at the beginning of liturgy? Because every time we meet from this point on, Every time we meet, Christ comes in, rides in, if you will, to pour out the blessing of His kingdom upon all of His children who have come to lay down, not palms, but to lay down their lives before Him and be filled with every great benefit that He pours out. And it's true in all of the divine liturgies that Christ comes to do this. And so He blesses as He rides into Jerusalem in the icon. Because our Lord rides in to accomplish through that suffering and passion. 
every benefit toward the salvation of those who he can reunite to his heavenly father. And we see him riding on the foal of a donkey, a small donkey. Why does he ride in on a donkey besides the fulfillment of Scripture? There is another point that the church teaches us. You see, back then, when a conquering king of a greater kingdom would come to a lesser kingdom or a town or a people, he would approach them in one of two ways. And what the way in which he approached them told them everything about how this king was coming. Why didn't Jesus ride in on a war horse? That's because of why he came. You see, one of the ways that a greater king would come to a lesser kingdom and present himself would be on a war horse with military surrounding him. And when people saw that, they knew what was going on. This king had come to take them by force. That they had one choice to make here. They could submit themselves to his rulership by force. Or they could surrender their lives. One of the two was going to happen. And they would either live and become servants or they would die. This is not how our Lord rides in. He rides in on a blessed foal of a donkey. Because the donkey in that time was always a symbol of peace. If a king rode and a, and a greater king would ride on a donkey to present himself to a lesser kingdom, the people knew something entirely different. They didn't need to fear for their lives. This king has come to offer himself his rulership, offer us citizenship in his kingdom, which would grant us all the benefits of that kingdom. It was a riding in, a gesture of an offering of peace. Peace and the benefits of the kingdom that he ruled over. And so our Lord rides in on a donkey because he came to offer peace. That all those who would willingly submit their hearts to him and his kingship would be recipients of the peace of God and all the benefits of his kingdom. Now, notice this. And if you look at this icon and you don't look long enough, you're going to miss this. Who is it that is receiving Jesus Christ by the laying down of their clothing in the palm branches? Is it the adults? It's the children. The children are shown to be, the little children are shown to be receiving their king. You see, the people that day cried out, Hosanna. They cried out absolutely that which Christ came to give. Because Hosanna means, Lord, save us. The problem is their definition of save us was save us from Rome and Rome's domination, dominion over us. But that's not what Christ came to do and overthrow. It was an invisible kingdom. And so in the icon, you see that the adults, these same adults who would cry out Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, just days later within that week, what would be they be crying? Crucify him, crucify him. But who is it in the icon that's receiving? The blessed little children. We shouldn't be shocked at that. Our Lord Jesus Christ in the Gospel of St. Matthew says this to His disciples. It says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to Him and, said, and set Him in the midst of them 
and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means inherit the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles themselves as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The church is reminding us in this icon how this day on this Palm Sunday and every blessed day of our lives that the king rides in, how we are to receive him and we are to receive him as gentle, humble, kind, little children. Why? Think about little children. Little children. And I mean, I'm talking about little children. These are when Christ says that. He says these little children and what they do, they follow their parents. In fact, they darn near idolize their parents. They look up to them. They follow them. Not only that, they imitate them. They mimic them. They try to do everything they can to be like their parents. And you know what little children haven't learned yet? To doubt. They haven't learned to lose their faith. With the doubt, because they haven't learned to grasp onto all the cares of this life that separate us from Christ when we focus so much on them. Little children have great faith. Little children have great wonder. And they are followers. And so our Lord calls us to be today. My friends, as our Lord Jesus Christ rides in to us, in our lives. Let us be like little children, but I call your attention to one more thing in the icon. Look to the left of our Lord Jesus Christ, where his gaze is, and you find his disciples that would become his apostles. What are they doing? They are following him into Jerusalem. They would follow him throughout that week. They would follow him throughout the Passion. They would be filled with the Holy Spirit and they would follow him to the ends of the world, proclaiming the resurrected Jesus Christ. And we are being reminded, let us walk through Holy Week as little children, but let us follow our Lord Jesus Christ. Why is his gaze upon his disciples? Because he intends to lead us on that journey to his passion, through his passion, that we might experience the blessings, all the heavenly blessings of the glorious resurrection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.